There are two ways of spreading light. To be the candle or the mirror that reflects it. Edith Wharton, author. My name is Thandor, and I enjoy walking in the woods. I'm Fezzik, and I love wandering the world. And then if we find orcs, great, we'll get to yeah. Well, I am Corin, a gnome with anger issues who spontaneously bursts into other animal forms uh, when things annoy him. I play Stanton Hopperfield, who at this point is the Lifefoot Halfling Ranger. Hi, I'm Cherok. I try to avoid the heads of our village. My, my name is Tidius. Standing before you is a uh, seven-foot-tall centaur with a mane and a very strong upper body. It's time to go back to Wesloth with leaders and legacies. Joining us this week are Sanjay, yes, Sanjay, Chris, Rachel, George, Seth, and DM Dave himself, Dave Rockwell. or how close have you gotten as you've walked down this trail towards Talgon? I don't know, but these people have been talking a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, how, I guess, how far away from uh, Talgon do you stop, I guess? Is, I, is he at the altar? He's floating kind of like a, a, as if he's levitating in the middle of the gateway of the gods. So he's probably about 50 feet up. Before we get there, I just want to confirm the geography that we're in. So the gateway of the gods, the altar is set up at the base of it, and it's just this giant stone arch, right? That goes into the. You're looking through the the the, the altar is on the far side of it, set up facing the army that you have made your way through, that you know to be much uh, um, more of a threat uh, <laughs> um, because you've actually interacted with them. Uh, but uh, do we see, do we see Karen? Do you see Karen? You do see a. Uh, 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 an angelic figure that uh, does seem to be, you know, glowing blue, like she, you know, kind of being held by, uh, um, you know, I guess some of, some of the uh, celestial uh, angels that uh, um, had been helping to set this up um, at the base of it. Of the altar or the base of the... The, the base of the altar, yeah. So, so basically right next to it. I mean, she's tall, taller than the altar. <laughs> the is going to go to about 30 feet in front of them, in front of Karen. So are you going to pass under Talgon? Because you would, you know, he, he's probably 40 feet, 50 feet uh, away from the altar. So, you know, you're going to pass under him? Um, He's about 50 feet from the altar, you said? Yeah, 50 feet away and about 50 feet up. Yeah, I'll stop almost like a foot from where he's at and ask him to come down. All right, and at that um, uh, you know, moment... He utters the word pain. And, uh, Fandor, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Not nice, Talgon. Constitution saving throw. Um, 18. I did it. <laughs> no, he did not, unfortunately. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. At a DC of 19, so you are suddenly find yourself racked with pain. Um, if you are able to move, um, 
or actually, how many how many hit points do you currently have? Um, ninety three plus five, ninety eight. Okay. Um. So yeah, you you're you're crippled with pain. Um. You feel like maybe um if we went into combat, you could move ten feet at a time tops. Um. But that you would you know have to deal with the pain the entire time, and you know. Um, at this point, you hear Talgon above you saying, Did you think I would be foolish enough to let you just stop me because you say to be a nice person? I didn't say I was here to stop you. I was here to talk to you. I'm curious, what is Talgon wearing? That's a good question. What, you know, her perception, I guess. 25. All right, with a 25, the face is spot on with this. Um, but, uh, you know, it does not look like the outfits that you've seen Talgon in before, where he had the armor up top, you know, uh, um, white flowing robes, that kind of thing. Uh, this seems to be darker robes. Um, and, uh, uh, Fezzik, give me a perception roll as you're watching all of this. 23. In your 23, those robes aren't uh, robes you would associate with Talgon. Those robes are ones that you would associate with Alton. Guys, that's Alton. Not Talgon. You know, he just continues to laugh as, as Sandor rolls around in pain. Um, or I guess describe what you're doing, because like, you, know, you are feeling your body racked with pain. What, what, what would you be doing, um, Sandor? He is just in a squatted position dealing with it, but making sure that... His friends are okay. And as much pain as you're in, you do not feel like you are taking damage, which um, you think if you can shake this off, you would uh, not necessarily recover instantaneously, but that you, know, you would be able to get back into a fight fairly easily. Um, at this point, you can all see that the army is starting to close in a little bit around you. And um, at this point... Yeah, I guess anybody who would like to from the main party, roll me a perception. Nat 20 for a 29. Good roll. 15. 26. 21. Okay, so... Okay, 21. All right, so the 29 is definitely our best, especially with the natural 20. Corn, you begin to feel that, like, you know, energy is attempting... You know, the air feels like it's almost trying to suck power from everybody around you. Um, and your perception and your hearing from the air, yeah, I assume you're near Thandor, correct? Probably almost shoulder to shoulder with him. That is that pretty, yeah, pretty close. So you hear coming from the area of the altar, and you know, this only comes from your you know, time with the Grove, um, that you were with originally, that you know, they had very powerful magic. You hear what sounds like somebody beginning a, a ritual to cast a wish spell. And if you had to put your finger on it, you would think that the voice you're hearing is Talgon. And with that, let's roll initiative. 14 for Fezzik. 21. 17. 18 for Corin. 19 for Thandor. Guys, we didn't decide what we we're going to do.
if you know you all stop kind of parallel with Sandor, you're probably about 51 feet from the altar, 50 feet down, or 51 feet, you know, 50 feet down and one foot over from uh, um, Alton, who's you know up in the air. Um, but uh, you definitely all feel like this was intended to um, bring you out into the open. Can I can I do anything except anything? I can stay there and just deal with. No. On your turn, you will get a uh, a, a chance to uh, roll another Constitution saving throw to see if you can. You know, as that army behind you starts to fill in, you hear you know the kobold horn calling soldiers out of the cave to to attack. Um, so that you know that the army behind you will be engaged, you can probably continue to focus forward, at least until you know somebody tells you differently. Yeah, considering I ha- I have a longbow as compared to a uh, yeah, machine gun, I you know, I'm I'm casting lightning arrow on my quiver. My first action with them be to actually start actually shooting arrows. So let's. Okay, who are you going to shoot at? So what you, you know, just to give you an, a lay of the land in terms of what you see in front of you, you see like the, you know, an army, there's ghouls, zombies, and uh, they're not ghouls, goblins, zombies, and priests behind you, um, you know, kind of, you know, in, in a, you know, a hodgepodge. In front of you, up, you've got Altmanders who is causing severe pain to your friend Thandor. In front of you, there's um, an octagon of candles, each with a... Um, uh, Celestial standing in front of it. Um, there's three st- Celestials by the altar. It all kind of seem to be equally spaced around, so none of them seems to quote-unquote be primary. Um, so you'd have to take your best guess as to, you know, what one, two, or three, as to which one um, might be Talgon, uh, the one who's conducting the ritual. Um, and, of course, they seem to be holding a fourth Celestial um, uh, as sacrifice, I guess would be the best term. And behind them is a, is is you know is, is a chaotic army that's being engaged by um, you know the rest of your your, your troops uh, well. Shooting up, shooting straight up is not going to do much for me. And by my very nature, the very role I have, celestials would be would be a preferred target. So I'm going to start shooting at celestials in front of me. Okay, which which one? One, two, or three? Let let let's let's roll for it. How about that? Let's let's. Let's be truly random. All right, roll your three-sided die. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll it. Uh, well, in this case, it would be celestial number three. Okay. Uh, uh, does a twenty hit? Um, a twenty would hit. Yes. Okay. So five d eight lightning damage. Twenty-six points on first arrow. Twenty-four points on the second arrow. So that's fifty points of lightning damage. Yeah, seems to do damage, but not necessarily as much as you would have thought. Well, I got to work with what I got here, folks, so. All right. So the ritual seems to continue, you know, even though the one um, does, you know, seems like, you know, um, stagger back a bit, um, but eventually, you know, returns and uh, appears to to, to grab hands with the others um, as if they're going to focus even harder. Uh... Do I do while all this is going on? I've heard you describe in great detail the number of armies around. Have we seen my brother's halfling army anywhere in the? You can't see them from here. You can kind of see the tops of their tents, but you know, there's chaos that erupted over over that way. But you know that if you can get to the halflings around him, you could probably free him. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, if you thin the herd around him. But 
you might want to just let him you know uh, do it <laughs> himself as well well i keep being reassured that certain that certain little someone has got all things control i'll just let him, you know i will just focus I will. I will just focus on the on the matter at hand. Okay. So. But actually, you, you reminded me. I need to roll initiative for him. <laughs> okay. So who's next then? It is Alton's turn. He, and or he, you know, um, continues to laugh at you from above. Um, please make another Constitution saving throw as he brings a, a hand down and points a finger at you. That is a seven. The word you hear him yell. Um, you know, as he points at you, is die. Um, and he, you know, the, the, the finger of death that he points at you does 60 points of damage. <laughs> Ouch. Is the pain still going, or was that non con uh... Pain is still going, it says, if he's concentrating on that. Um, but, you, you know, um, you do see that, uh, you know, he, he did begin to falter a little bit in, uh, in his altitude, you know, as if he can't concentrate on... Um, as many things as, as he would like and cast spells at the same time. Um, uh, let's see, who's next? Um, the Defender, you uh, are next. Start off with a constitution saving throw to see if you can escape. And eight. You actually give me, you know, do so at advantage because he was casting a spell and this is all in the same second block, so... Um, you know, see if you can push through his... Uh, a six. It was um, on 15 and then roll to the five. <laughs> but yeah, you continue to royal, royal in pain as this goes on. Um, uh, I believe, Fezzik, that puts you up next. Thander, Thander is down to 31, so everybody knows. Oh, God. Does that happen like real life? Like, hey, guys, I got 31 hit points, just so you know. No, you see, you see, Thandor is like, ah! <laughs> All right, so maybe I will be changing what I was going to do. <laughs> yeah, you're within range. Okay, I kiss. What is your max? Where's Thandor's Nine. max? Thandor's max is 93. Okay, um, so I'm going to do Healing Word at the third level. And you will get. Probably not a whole lot, but I kind of suck at spells. <laughs> Something's better than nothing. That's all right. All right. Plus my modifier. It tells me what I get to roll. Okay. Nine points of da- or nine points of healing. Thank you. Healing, not damage. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. All right. Um, is it, what, what kind of spell is that an action? Actually, that was a bonus action. Nice. All right. What would you like to do for your action? All righty. So I will go back to my original thought. Um, I am going to move toward one of the other Celestials. May, let's see. Number two. Okay. And cast um, Tasha's Caustic Brew. I think it's pretty cool. All right, yeah. So yeah, you send this stream of uh, do, do I have to make a uh, deck save or something? Yes, they're a dex fifteen, and I only go like within range. Like I don't want to be like up against the the celestial, you know. So it's got a thirty foot range, so I'm like twenty five feet out. Okay, yeah. So yeah, he only gets an eleven. All right, so let me roll your damage, and then 
because you missed, I believe that means it sticks to you. Yep. How much damage? And what type? 15 points of damage. It is um, acid. Acid. Uh, you, you know, hear the ceremony stagger a little bit, but he goes right back to, to trying to do that. And some of the other acolytes, uh, you know, uh, from around the candles start to try to you know, move to clean him off. But you know, they, you know, they're not going to get to him this turn. Okay. So he'll take 2d4 just so you know every round until he gets cleaned off. Further down, you hear armies beginning to engage. And, you know, all of you hear this thaumaturgic voice. Kobolds of, of, the, of the Dark Order. Let us show these dead creatures what we will. Show them true death. You then see this landscape light up with some sort of uh, necrotic kind of black light, if you will. Uh, I believe that brings us down to Sanjay. It is your turn. You said Alton was about 50 feet above us? Uh, 51 feet to be exact. <laughs> All right. I'm going to... I'm just going to try to encase him in a fireball. Not that. Right. He needs to make a deck save on that. Right. What, 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 what did he see you there? 15. He fails his save. So give me a fireball damage. Uh, fireball damage was 34. 15. Okay, so yeah, at this point, you all see fake Talgon or all begin to fall out of the sky. And uh, you are no longer in pain, Pandora. That brings us to Corin. So, while all of this has been happening, I've been kind of trying to hold Fandor from like writhing on the ground and screaming at Alton to stop. Corin is going to burn a level five cure wounds on uh, on Fandor. So, Fandor, you get back twenty eight health. Where did Alton land? About fifteen feet in front of you all. Between you and the altar. Okay. So, um, once Corrin is cast Cure Wounds on Sandor, he's going to stand up and I'm just going to start walking then slowly break into a run. Mid-stride, I'm going to uh, shapeshift and slam into Alton, knocking him down the hill into the altar area. Um, I'm going to trigger my elemental form and go into fire elemental. So everything I am touching and anything within five feet of me where that starts to turn near me uh, catches on fire. That, that's an attack. I, I don't have to deal any damage in the effort to... Well, actually, I guess I can't really grapple him because that would be an attack. And my action was to heal Fandor. Uh, so I'm essentially just going to go up and stand in his space because I can occupy the same space as him, I believe. The elemental can enter a hostile creature's space and stop there. So as the fire elemental is, he's on the ground prone, I'm just going to go sit in the space with him and just, like, start getting ready to wail on him. Uh, so he takes a creature that touches the elemental or hits it with an attack, takes five damage automatically, fire damage. Um, okay. When he starts his turn, he takes an additional five damage and he will take five damage every turn until he extinguishes the flame. Go firefight! Okay, so tell me what I need to roll. Uh, there is no roll. There's no save on it. He just, essentially, he catches fire and I'm sitting on him. Okay, 
Yeah, essentially he's he's got a a gnome sized uh like width of fire just like sitting almost sharing space with him. Alright, does he get a deck save to get out of your space or is it an attack? Because I think you know one of the No, it's it's his move. He has to move out of my space. He's not grappled. There's there's no like there's no connection. Yeah, so since he's prone on the ground, if he leaves my area, then I can do my reaction to get my attack of opportunity on him. I can't physically strike him this turn. But essentially, I'm just charging at him, bursting into fire elemental form, and just landing on top of him. Okay, yeah. So, um, so yeah, he takes how much damage? He takes five damage at the end of my turn. And if he's wearing robes or anything, they catch fire. Okay, is it the end of your turn? Yeah, I, I think that does it for me. And it is an action for him to extinguish the flame. All right, so you've got you've got uh, Alton's robes on fire. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to do on your turn? Okay. Essentially, I'm just rolling around with him. Like, as he's trying to roll away from me, I'm trying to stay on top of him. But since I have no real corporeal form, I'm just literally like a living flame that looks like a very picked off corn. I don't know how we interpret that. I'm just kind of enveloping him as best I can. Fezzik, you're probably the one watching this one as closely, you know, as anything else. The next thing you see is uh, after Corrin lights Alton <laughs> on fire. No, you see number two basically you know, cast a spell to start to clean himself off. And it does seem to pause the ceremony a little bit. <laughs> Stanton, I think we're back at the top of the Yeah, we're not at the top of the order yet. So you know, all of you here from high, high above you. You may have to take a step back. Anybody who wanted to could probably in that moment of you know, hearing this voice, Armies of the Dead, at your end! I, General Etten, and my army will destroy you. And you hear him then yell, My squirrel friends, let us get nuts! By the power of Jord, in Biggin! And anybody who can see it, sees these squirrels start to grow and become bigger and then begin to launch themselves off in both directions in front and behind you as these flying squirrels just, you know, unleash themselves into the armies of the dead in front and behind of you. So uh, everybody, because, like, it really stops everything for a second, hears the... <sighs> he's exerted himself very, very much. Now Stanton it is. <laughs> okay. The geometry I gathered from Corton's last, uh, last fight, basically they've rolled down a hill so they're not in line of sight anymore, would be correct? All right, so there's no point in trying to uh, change my focus on taking it, uh, Alton out of picture once and for all. So I will, I will aim at Celestial number one instead of you know, and we'll go from there. Let's see. So in this case, lightning arrow. Twenty-three hits. Twenty-three does it. Yep. All right. Twenty-three hits. Thirteen points of damage. The first one. Okay. Eighteen points of damage. The second one. So thirty-one points of da- damage total on this one. Not nearly as. Now, does this does this look any worse for the wear, or am I? Well, you had hit three, and now it's one this time. Yeah. They look like they took damage, but not necessarily as much as you dealt out. 
So when it, so it, it's probably the number two I'm gonna have to take out then. Okay, fine. Um, other than that, basically watching the squirrels and gulf everybody else around here, that's all my turn, Don. Oh, yeah, you see the hands on him, Joust stands up, I guess, you know, uh, that would give you an attack of opportunity since you're laying on him. 24. Okay, yeah, what are you attacking him with? Just, uh... I'm just smacking him. Uh, so, it's, uh, six damage, six fire damage, and he is back on fire. If he is flammable, he ignites. He, he ignites as he takes more damage. He's on his feet. Since you got your attack of opportunity, he is going to try to run away. You see this flaming wizard trying to escape on foot. I believe that does make it your turn. Woohoo! Um, so while that celestial is trying to clean itself off, <laughs> I am going to... Um, Send a ray of sickness at it and make it feel like garbage. <laughs> All right, let's see if I hit this sucker. Um, Does he have to make a save or is it an attack? So I have to, it's an attack. 14. I doubt it hits. But maybe it's distracted and so I have a better chance of hitting it while he tries to clean himself off. This thing actually is a hit. <laughs> Woohoo! So he does do a um a save on this. Constitution, fifteen. Um, yeah, uh, what's the damage? Um uh, from the So damage was fourteen. If he fails his save, he is poisoned until the end of my next turn. And he still has the caustic brew on him, right? Um because he's attempting to clean himself off, but yeah, it's cover, you know, he's right. covered in it, so it's going to take him more than just one turn. To so what kind of damage is taking the cost of three? Another seven points of acid damage. Ray of sickness is poison. So now he feels nauseous while he's burning up with acid. <laughs> or she. Right, anything else you want to do on your turn? Move or... Um... <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still like 25 feet away, so I'm okay. I mean, I'm feeling okay. I guess I could move, but what the heck? Okay, yeah, you can stay where you are. There's enough uh, uh, active targets. Thandor, uh, are you back? I am. All right, yeah, what would you like to do? He's going to cast silence right on the center of all of them. <laughs> Until like into the ritual area? Where where I hear a whiff coming from. Okay, good. <laughs> good, good. So I don't know how many people that's going to affect. Um, what's the what's the radius it covers? Um, twenty foot. Okay, yeah. So yeah, it engulfs the entire area, <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, that's the area. And you, you probably see them begin to you know, get a little confused as to why they no longer hear each other. And then bonus action, I'm going to use Spiritual Weapon and smash Alton with it. Ready? And it'll be in the form of a hammer. A 21. That's a hit. Damage is... 12 points of damage. Force. 
Running me, I have a movement of 50. Corin chases him down and just smashes into him. Okay, yeah, so he gets yeah, five more points of fire damage. He gets five points of fire damage for me entering his space, and then um, I am going to. Does a 17 hit him? 17 does hit him. Okay, and then a second 17 for the second of the multi hit. So he takes 20. Additional damage, and he's already on fire again. So he takes 20 additional fire damage uh, as I maul him. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything else you want to do on your time? He's looking in rough shape at this point. No, no. Corn doesn't care what he looks like. so at the end of my turn, he takes another five damage. I'm reading this right. I just took it off. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, keep him up. Uh, I mean, not from the... <laughs> yep, nope. Yep, all good. Um, so that's it. That's it for me. Okay, so you uh, looking down across behind the altar area, you do see what looks like the, the, the halfling tents um, you know, appear to be on fire. There seems to be a lot of you know, chaos you know, headed in that direction. But you also do hear the thaumaturgy of uh, you know, Marcus yelling, you know, Attack, kobolds! You know, we must free the, the, you know, the little ones! And, uh, um... Eric, it's your turn. Alright, so it looks like, uh... Looks like, uh... Uh... See, Stanton was taking care of the number one yep. celestial, and Fezzik is going number after two. number three. Oh, number two. Yeah, yeah. Stanton's been kind of uh, going back and forth between one and three. Oh, okay. And how many total were there? Um, there? There's three plus a non-combatant that has yet to uh, free herself. Yeah, her strength rolls have not even. Um, yeah. Yeah, to, to free right. her yet. Well, all right. Well, I'm gonna send a firebolt okay. at number three. Yeah. Um, yeah, just roll your attack. Uh, to hit twenty-two. Okay. I don't know why I have to think about that. Fourteen damage. Fourteen damage. Anything else on your turn? And uh, so number two is going to, you know, he's in that silent zone. 
Um, they cover a 25 foot radius. Is that what it did? Uh, 20. 20. Okay. So, yeah, he starts walking out towards uh, the battle. Um, and he gets about 30 feet, which is just beyond where he can hear again. So at least the spell's been disrupted. Yeah, he, you know, he, you know, he needs what's behind him to, to, to um, so what you see is, you know, as soon as he kind of gets outside of the, um, zone, you see a halo of seven stars appear above his head, and they begin to kind of rotate and orbit around his head. Um, you know, he then, you know, uses his action, or his uh, bonus action to send, uh, you know, uh, one, one of the stars streaking at you, Fandor. Does a 25 hit? Yes. For 33 damage. Dang. You know, if you need to know the type, it is radiant damage. And, and he yells, you yeah, know, you will not stop me from saving my sister. Retreat! Now you guys know who Talgon is. I select it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> And at this point, from above you, you hear, My squirrels! I will join you! And you see Anton tip himself over the top of the gateway of the gods, and he, you know, begins to fall, but he spreads his arms, and he's made himself this flying squirrel-type parachute outfit. Um, let's see how the crash and tip did. <laughs> uh, uh, Alright, he's not going to plumb it to his death. He's... <laughs> <laughs> he's gliding, but not in the direction he wants, and he's like, you know, I'll be fighting over here! And points the direction that he's kind of gripping. <laughs> um, yeah, Stanton, it is now your turn. In the meantime, I'm, I, at this point, having now heard uh, which Celestial is in fact Talgon, uh, I'm now moving my aim and continue to dump large amounts of lightning arrows into people. So, here we go. This is 28 hit. 26 damage on the first arrow. Just lightning damage. And... only 19 on the second one. So, 45 points of lightning damage. And how's he looking? You staggered him a little. Does seem to be uh, halfway healthy. And still covered with schmutz and everything else like this from Fezzik, so... But yeah, definitely uh, pulled away from the task at hand. Alton's turn. He, so you're right on top of him, uh, Oren. Yes, we are sharing the same square. Uh, he's going to continue to let himself burn. So he takes five damage to start his turn. Please make a Constitution 16 saving throw as he tries to engulf you in what looks like you know, an orb of, uh, you know, Using cold. 19. Yeah, so you make the save. And he's going to take half as much damage as he blasts you with cold. So you take um, 17 damage. Okay. He's doing a bonus action. If you turn to face you, you, know, you suddenly see him disappear. 
Uh, on your turn, if you want, you can make a perception roll. Okay. Coming up. Uh, yeah, believe Sandor, it's your turn again. Back to me, huh? Um, let's deal with the immediate threat. So Talgon is. What is he? What is he in relation to Karen? He's about you know twenty feet in front of her. You know she seems to be kind of struggling to free herself, and I said to do it all for her last. Yeah, no, she didn't free herself uh, on that last one. Um, you know from the you know, from uh, number one, it seems to be the, the one you know holding her in pla- you know, place. How are they holding her in place? It seems like in order to hold somebody of her stature, that you would not only be, you know, physically holding her, but they probably are using magical means as well. And it's only one of them holding her right now? Right, yeah. Great, that's easy. Okay. So I'm going to cast Banishment on that one. On number one? The one that's holding her, yes. Okay. Uh, What do you need to make us... Let me see what Banishment says. Banishment says... Target must succeed on a charisma saving throw or be banished. Yeah, he's yeah, he's not banished. Damn. Alright, I tried y'all. Um then I'm just for my bonus action, I'm actually gonna use preserve life on myself and heal myself for fifty points. All right, mm-hmm. Fezzik. All right, Fezzik is going to cast Grease under Celestial too, <laughs> or you know Talgon. Now that we know Talgon, he has to do a Dex saving throw fifteen. <laughs> the plus he made it. Okay, um, I am going to Misty Step uh, thirty feet away. Well, that behind you or, or, or towards the uh, uh, altar? Um, good question. Back behind me, because towards the altar will put me in that silent zone. So yeah, when you pop into your new space, you see about 10 feet in front of you. Um, Alton has done the same thing. <laughs> He's now 10 feet in front of you. Yay. <laughs> Yay. All right. Or no longer need to figure out what he did or where he went. Um, uh, Cor, what would you like to do on your turn now? Um, so he went behind Corin. Right, yeah, so he was, you know, line of sight, he jumped 30 feet behind you, so he's about 20 feet behind you now. Alright, so, as Corin, Corin's gonna spin around to see if he went in that direction. Um, I was so yell, I have yelled as well. <laughs> I'm gonna go after Alden. Um, I am going to run down Alton and um, enter his square and hit him multiple times. Use my multi-attack again. Okay. Uh, All right, so 19 is a hit and 26 is a crit. Okay. Yeah, Uh, give me damage. All right, so for the first hit, it is eight. For the second hit, it is 12 plus 7, 19 uh, fire damage. So 27 total. 27 total. Thank you. And he's still on fire, so I'm all the two different. 
Yep. So. Uh, so yeah, he, he's in an extremely rough shape at this point. I believe that's all I can do. Okay. Um, from down by the halfling tent, you hear, I have freed the king! And, uh, um, yeah, more light and, uh, um, chaos comes from that direction. Um, uh, I believe that makes it uh, your turn, Sanja. Uh, probably about 10 feet behind you, but you would hear the, uh, you know, the, uh, the action. We're now probably closer to 20 feet, I'm sorry. But, you know, still within, you know, um, easy distance to get to him. 20 feet. 20 feet. Uh, I'm still, uh, fire fire bolts at him. Okay, yeah, give me some attacks. Yeah, that's Oh, I'm sorry. He's in front of you. Calzon <laughs> yeah. was going after. Um, but still, 19 to hit. Feet. So they had 19 to hit. Yes. Okay, damage. Seventeen. Okay. Anything else you want to do on your turn? Uh. You said he was about 20 feet away? Yeah, 15, 20 feet, yeah. In front of you. But... I'll move to within 10 feet of him. Okay. And or Talgon is going to continue to focus on you. Yeah, so Sandor, you're pretty much where you were before, right? I am, yes. Okay. He is going to um, cast... Uh, Oh, Hadar, so please make a deck 19 saving throw. Not 20. 21. All right. Can you take only 8 damage from that? I would suggest you move. You've seen this before, um, as this was the spell that uh, Power Surge used on, you know, those uh, unsuspecting devourers. Uh, so, he disappears. So, yeah, uh, Stanton, from off to your right, where you, know, you saw Anton and his um, attempted paraglider um, outfit, you know, his flying squirrel um, cosplay, um, you know, from the direction you got, you know, prepare for death! And, you know, you see what, uh, you know, looks like a zombie, you know, being literally pulled down by a shirt. And it is your turn, Stanton. All right. So, what I gather so far is that Celestial Two, Celestial Number Two, is still around, or is he trying to bug out? Um, Celestial Tool is Talgon, and yes, he's still around. But he just—if you would like—you may roll a perception roll to uh, uh, see if you can see what happened to him. Uh, with a twenty-five, I feel a very good idea where he's going. Three feet away, you know, basically heading over towards the direction that Ant is in. So she, 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 he should still be well within range of getting hit with lightning arrows. So let's go ahead and hit him again and again and again. So 25 definitely hits, correct? Uh, 25 does hit. All right. So then, well, uh, all right. He's going to take a little less damage. He's moving away. So 17 reverse lightning arrow. 
18 for all right, so 35 more points of lightning damage. Okay. There you go. And I'm observing the scene here that, that in this case, uh, Taladon's moving away, and there's still Celestials 1 and 3 that puts him down in number 4, or I guess either trying to maintain the ritual, start the ritual up, or trying to figure what to do next. That there's still people that need to be beaten up, so that's going to be it. I'll, besides, my son keeps telling me, I've got this in hand, Dad. I'm good, Dad. So, uh, well, we'll let, we'll let Dave see how deep he's going to dig a hole. Okay. That's it. Corin, you and Fezzik, two of you are on Alton. Turns to you, Fezzik. I surrender. I, I'll, I'll pay for my crime. I don't believe you. Not believing him. Um, you're still basically in his square, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. That was directed at me, right, Dave? Right, because I'm like 10 feet away. You see him reach into his robes. He spins the, you know, the top off his jar, and you see him cast, you know, make a, a charisma saving throw. Me? He's attempting to rip your soul out and put it into oh, a jar. Oh, boy. Yeah, I have like a really crappy charisma, right? <laughs> this is Corin, not you. Oh, I'm sorry, Corin. Also oh, good. Eight. I fail. Oh. You feel your, your soul leave your body and uh, you feel drawn into the container. You can't move or use reactions. The only action you can take is uh, to project your soul up to 100 feet out of the container. Um, so, you know, you see him throw the container, or not throw it, he sets it down and he just starts booking it. He's <laughs> taking off. Because, you know, Fezzik, you're outside of his, his zone, so you don't get a... Uh, um, uh, uh, an attack, but he's effectively stopped you, um, yeah, at least for the moment, for him. So he takes an additional five damage. Yep. Fezzik, you see him stop, drop, and roll to put himself out. Would Fezzik know, like, if he breaks the bottle, that it would release the soul? Or not to break the bottle? Because... Roll any fight to see if you know, if you know magic. 19. Yeah, um, you, you would know that, that, that yeah, from your time as a ranger that sometimes people would steal souls you know, using um, you know, this spell called, you know, it's like a magic container uh, or jar, um, and that just destroying it would allow him his soul to return to his body. All right, I crushed the jar. So question, am I unconscious or am I just pulled in? As uh, Fezzik steps on the jar, crushing it, you know, the, you know, the glass splinters go every which way. You feel yourself released from this, this this prison, and you slide back into your body. You are now prone and conscious. Okay, but I was unconscious previously. Okay. Your body was unconscious. You were conscious inside the jar. It is now your turn, so you are conscious uh, and prone. Okay. Did it tickle? No, it pissed Corrin off. <laughs> All right, so since I am no longer my fiery self... Um, Corrin is going to activate his bracers and cast Polymorph and go into Mammoth form again. Um, only I will go ahead and spend my spell slot to activate the Barding. So I'm going to go into Mammoth form with Plate Barding. Uh, and then I am going to chase Alton down. I assume you would. I'm going to trample him. Give you a second because I, I wasn't prepared to go into Mim yet. So it's technically a gore attack. 27 to hit. Look at that to hit. Yep. Um, and I gore him for 25 
Tell me how he dies. <laughs> so essentially, I just go charging up and then go rear legs, just standing up as high as I can and slam the front two legs down on what's left of him. And I just keep trampling the front two legs on the body. Um, from Marcus's area, you hear horns rallying. Tarek, I believe it's your turn. At this point, I'm 10 feet away from Talgon. Oh, that's right. You moved up. So, yeah, you're within 5 to 10. Okay. So, I'm going to cast a Thunder Wave at him. All right. Nobody else in the party is within 15 feet of me. No, no one else is near him. Now. Everybody else is in that, that cone of silence. Uh, he has... He gets to make a Constitution saving 15. I take, he takes half damage. Give me the... Uh... All right. Yeah, he takes half damage. Anything else on your turn? Yes, that's my turn. Algon, for taking Terek's thunder, thunder wave damage, he and turns. You see you know, his hands you know, making some somatic gestures, vocalizations, as well as you know, his focus. And in turn, all right, and Stanton, Sandor, Terek. I don't think Fez- yeah, I think Fezzik and Thorn uh, are far enough away. Um, yeah, you guys are the only ones in there to make a dexterity saving throw at night. He is casting chain lightning, so you see this lightning streak out and try to engulf each of you. Um, those who did not make it take 43 damage. Those who do make the save take 21. Yep, I did not make it. 21, okay. So remember, you burn those temporary hit points first. So I rolled a 17 for the save, so what was that? Sorry. Um, 43. 35 after the 5 extra. Yep. And you see him take to the air flying at about uh, 40 feet. So he's, you know, heading towards, you know, uh, you know going to fly over Anton. As you see, you know, the Anton's form launch off a rock and he, let's see, is he able to grapple him? <laughs> I want to see him grapple him. Just, just, I want to see Dave fight himself for an hour or two. This could be interesting. Um, yeah, Anton is able to squirrel grab him. <laughs> and he's like, I got it! As, as, <laughs> trying to fly by. Um, and you can see Talgon's a little bit distracted by this. Sam, it is now your turn, and he's about 40 feet away from you. Um, uh, but of course he has your son hanging from him. Well, we've already, we've already determined that previously there, there are other celestials and other problems we have to deal with here. So uh, I'm going to basically focus on the task at hand and just work on those other celestials. Now, of course, that ruins Dave's, you know, because I, I want to see Dave basically fight himself for now. So we're going to let that, we're going to let that one go. I'm going to focus on, go back to celestial number three, which is the person I was hitting. So, okay. So in this case, we know that uh, 21 would hit. Correct. 21 hit does four. hit. All right. So then, first lightning damage is 22 points of lightning damage. Second one would then be 29 points. So okay. 51 more points of lightning. Remind me which one this was. Is this three that? This we just go. We're, go, we're going back to uh, number three. Okay. Tell me how much he dies. Well, lightning. You know, basically, lightning just rips through whatever is there celestial. So you're seeing huge amounts of sparks and bolts and everything else like this and the celestial kind of shimmers and shakes and disappears and um, you know small puff of smoke and, and 
maybe some reaction from Celestial Number One realizing that he or she is next. Alright. <laughs> and it goes real cool, Dad! Sorry, there we go. <laughs> He's a little bit engaged because you left him literally hanging. Hey, 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 hey. He said he could take care of it, all right? Yeah, he's got it. Uh, like I said, I want to see Dave Mike Dave for an hour. Andor, it is now your turn because you know, Alton is dead. Um, Number one, still holding Karen. How is he holding Karen? Or how are they holding Karen? You would think that, you know, uh, he had gotten in some sort of magical hold person on her before they did that. But he physically also has her, you know, her wrist. All right. So, uh, there's a, there's like, were the Celestials I was shooting at, were they were ones restraining her? Only one, number one is. Only number one, yep. Number three was not. Although, oh. number three, number one took some damage before, so. Yeah, but he he, he made his uh, concentration save. So, I look at Karen. Here comes the rule of cool. And I, and I yell at her and I say, trust me. <laughs> I cast Banish on her and release it automatically. Did, did you drop Oops. silence? <laughs> Oh, she well, she could. Oh, she can't hear anything. That's right. She, I think you can drop silence as a bonus action. Ooh, cool. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll drop silence as a bonus action, and then I will go ahead and cast banish, and instantly release it. So anything that was holding on to her is no longer holding on to it. Okay, so you're banishing her. Banishing her, and then letting her pop right back into existence in the same place okay. she was. But anything that was holding her. And with that, you send her to a random plane? Her plane. Oh, her plane. Okay, yeah, well then, yeah. She's happy to go. (laughs) Well, no, she comes right back, though, because I release it. But as soon as it's done. So. It's like a rubber band snap. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, Anything else you want to do on your turn? I I really can't. Okay. Uh, Fezzik. You know, most you know, there's there's a couple of celestials. You know, most of the ones that were attending around the edges have seen this battle going sideways and have you know, started disappearing through the uh, you know the, the the cacophony of battle. Um, it was celestial one is still there, right? Celestial one is still there, as is Talgon. Yeah, but Talgon's got Anton like tackling him, right? <laughs> so I don't know. Like, I'm probably as likely to hit Anton. Yeah. <laughs> Anton is literally his coat of arms. <laughs> go, go, go for celestial yeah, number so one. Yeah, so going for celestial number one. Bonus action. I am casting Hail of Thorns, and I will draw my longbow and shoot it at celestial number one. Yeah, he makes a deck save, right? Um, for the Hail of Thorns. Assuming I hit him, so. Oh, okay. yeah, it, yeah. I, I, for some reason, entangled what I had. Fourteen. Um, uh, fourteen is just. Ooh. It makes the dex. Let me tell you what it is here. Um, fifteen. Okay. Yeah. So that's fifteen from that with the hail thorns damage. Fourteen. Okay. And then you see him drop. Oh, well that was easy. <laughs> um, anything else you want to do on your Yeah, no, that's all I can do. Alright, Corin, what would you like to do? 
Uh, would I like to do, or would I would I realistically do? Um, <laughs> what would you like to do on your turn, <laughs> or with your turn? All right. So Corin is going to grab what's left of Alton's body with his trunk and just continue slamming it back and forth on the ground. Um, just completely obliterating what's left of the body. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's Marcus's turn. Yeah. You hear from uh, over in the halfling area more, you know, um, you know, kobold you know, style cheers. Tarek. Uh, uh, how far away is Talgon from me at this point? Talgon's about 45 feet away. You're at this point closer to um, um, Celestial One, but, you know, Celestial One is down. You don't necessarily know if, if down and out. Okay. Uh, and I guess uh, what uh, what other celestials were there? Is it just um, yeah, all of the ones that were attendants for the. Yeah. In fact, some of the attendants may have been illusions as well. <laughs> um, so they, they seem to have disappeared. So, okay, yeah. so it's either Celestial One or Talgon. It, it's either Celestial One or Talgon. Yep. Uh, yeah, or you, you technically go for uh, Anton. Well, no, at, at, <laughs> I'm gonna hit him with some non-lethal. I think Chirac uh, still holds a grudge with Talgon, so he's gonna uh, firebolt. <laughs> so he's gonna do a firebolt. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Roll. Yeah. You know, uh, roll at disadvantage because you know you have Anton in the way. <laughs> oh, okay. And if you get a one, unfortunately, you hit him. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see, a 24 and a 9. Okay, yeah, what was the plus on that? Plus 8? Plus 7. Use, use your inspiration die. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you do all have an inspiration, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you'd like to re-roll that, Sanjay, now would be a great time. Use your inspiration. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, you hit him. Give me some damage on uh, on uh, um, I guess Talgon. Seven. Seven. Okay. Uh, and from you know, over there, you got him, Supreme Chancellor Tarek. You hit him right in the angel wings. All right. He he disappears, um, apparently taking Anton with him, and reappears 90 feet further down. Everybody within the feet. There wasn't anybody within 10 feet, so um, I guess one of the only person that would have to take it would be Anton. Um, Okay. I guess Ant needs to make a roll. So as you you know hear this thunderous boom and him reappear ninety feet, he knocks Anton off. You know, and uh, you know Anton hits the ground and you know uh, ceases to move. Um, so Talgon is about you know a hundred feet away now, um, maybe a little more than that. Um, and uh, Anton, let's see, is he? 
Yep, he's unconscious. <laughs> so, uh, Stanton, it is your turn, and he's about 40 feet away from you. Oh, uh, well, if he's 40 feet away, then I, ha I have to try, so here we go. Well, no, um, yeah, just to be sure, Anton is 40 feet away, Talgon is about 100 feet away. Yeah, so is it 22 hit him? We killed it. All right, here we go then. So it's damage time. 24 for the first one. 19 for the second one. So only 43 points of damage. Okay, but, you know, I believe you have not been using your Colossus Slayer damage. No, uh, I have not. So uh, yeah. give me that. <laughs> All right, so that's what, uh, is that D10 for me? Hold on here. Oh, because I never actually checked to see who's below his hit point maximum. So, uh, it's a digital 1d8. Yeah, here we go. Well, beyond that at this point. I All just right. You've had it. <laughs> All right. Well, then here we go. So then d8. Three more points. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you see your arrow go sliding into him as he, you know, starts to plummet towards the ground. You see this you know, burst of energy his body like a uh, um, shockwave. Everybody make a uh, um, constitution saving throw as this shockwave rolls over you and you know, everyone here you know, in the uh, the battlefield. Here's where Dave kills us all. 19. Well, I won't die yet. 21. 20. Not natural. Nat 1. Oh. Two. But I'll roll my. I'll take my inspiration here. I'll take mine too. Twenty-two. Fifteen. Yeah. As this uh, this um, shockwave rolls over you, the world goes black, and we'll pick up there next time. Holy crap, Aroni. This is the penultimate episode for season one. Um, and in fact, you know, it kind of you know, leaves a little bit of a cliffhanger, but uh, we'll be back with an aftermath episode uh, before heading into season two. Um, thanks to Chris for bringing Thandor to life. Uh, Fezzik, you, know, you and your curiosity <laughs> and protectiveness. Corin, wow, yeah. <laughs> super crazy uh stanton yeah, yeah th thank you for being the father figure all of us uh, needed but none of us listened to uh Cherik, yeah you uh were fun from the very first failed role of course thank you for justin for playing tidius um so sorry that uh, we didn't get to connect with you in these last episodes hopefully we'll see you back as someone else in season two but uh, look for more fun in season two. We're going to be uh, you know, live casting so that we can be a little bit uh, more open and loose, uh, but also continuing to podcast it down so you get the clean episodes. Now all the fun little bits. Check the show notes down below to find out about our webpage, leadersandlegacies.com, our Patreon site where you can support us 
for as little as, I believe, $3, and you get rewards for doing so. Also, check out our Tee Public store. That's Tee Public slash Leaders and Legacies. Also, follow us on Twitter for all the latest and greatest. And one thing I did want to add this week is that if you're interested in actually playing some D&D with me, I'll be DMing a public game under the uh, handle Dave. That's on startplaying.games. See the show notes below to find out how to sign up for that. We are not affiliated with Wizards of the Coast or the Boy Scouts of America, although we do highly recommend both organizations as your life will vastly improve with both of them in it. Our show art was created by Jenna Vincent. Our show logo was created by Catherine Evans. Additional art is licensed from Shutterstock.com. Music is licensed from Soundstripe.com. And never forget to remember... Damn, I need a chewing gum.